Welcome to FinTech's DEI Discussions podcast series. This is the Women of FinTech chapter, and we are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. Today, we are joined by Rachel Rowe, Regional VP of Sales at Seismic. She is here to share how she walks the talk for inclusion in our sector and what more she wants done. Rachel, super happy to have you here. Thanks very much, Nadia. I'm delighted to be here. It would be great if we could start off by you telling us a bit more about your role at Seismic. Yes, I'm RVP responsible for financial services at Seismic, and this is a very exciting role. Uh, our solution uniquely addresses the challenges most FS organisations are grappling with. Um, for example, driving personalised, engaging, brand consistent engagement at scale. And we work with 23 of the 25 largest asset managers globally. So we deeply understand the needs of the industry. And our, and our solution is constantly evolving. Amazing. And can you share some insights into your own career journey into the world of fintech, please? Yes, of course. So I think I've always been futuristic in the sense that I love to peer over the horizon. And I also bring a strategic mindset. So together, I think that's probably what has taken me down this path. Interestingly, I've always been in male-dominated environments. I think it probably starts right back at, at university. I, mean, I, I did maths at university and uh, there weren't that many women on the course. And I think that's been a pattern that, that's continued through my career. I was an investment banker for a while and I ran sales and research teams at Climate Benson and Credit Suisse. Then I also spent some time at Forrester Research and I spearheaded their FS commercial activities within the region. And then after that, I crossed over to the dark side, if you like, and I worked for a number of software businesses within RegTech and, and FinTech. And I joined Seismic about 10 months ago. And I think as my career has evolved, I've discovered that I really love to build teams because at the end of the day, it's all about the people. And for me, a good team brings lots of different strengths to the table. So I'm not looking for folks who are all the same in, in my team. I want diversity because I want different perspectives because sometimes we need to play devil's advocate and suggest another way around a challenge that we're all facing. And I'm privileged to lead a great team here at Seismic and I'm excited about what the future holds for us. But one challenge I have faced, and I'm sure that's something common perhaps with, with a lot of your listeners, is trying to bring that diversity into my team. Particularly, I think something that I'm really aware of is women and trying to bring women into the team. And I find it hard to find candidates. At the end of the day, obviously, you're not going to hire somebody in a role that they're not fit for. So there's still a slide rule that, that needs to be run over the, the candidates that, that are applying for a particular role. But even I am conscious that I'm also looking in terms of what's my team like at the moment, where are the strengths, where are the gaps, who would be the best candidate to help me fill those gaps. Thank you for talking us through that. I'm super excited to hear about your journey. I didn't realise that you did uh, maths at uni and, and what a 
career trajectory you've had since uni and I, I loved hearing about the pathway but also now your focus at seismic to be all, all on diversity of thoughts and, and really building in that diversity of perspective into your team and I promise you you're talking to the right person if you want to have better visibility of female talent I can definitely help one thing I'd, I would love for you to tell us a bit more about is how active seismic is in its work on well-being and belonging because I think a lot of companies talk about wanting to be more diverse without really considering how they can be more inclusive. And I know that you really have focused on the well-being, the belonging, the inclusion, and I'd love for you to share some of that with us. Yes, absolutely. And I think, so just to unwrap that a bit, so our mission at Seismic is we ignite growth. And I think that's relevant because it comes back to what I was saying about having lots of different strengths within the team. To explain a little bit about what Seismic does, because then that leads into what is part of our DNA, which really is where our inclusion and diversity comes in. We are the global sales enablement leader. And it's interesting because there is no globally accepted definition of sales enablement at this point in time. For us, sales enablement focuses on the buyer. And so that's the experience that sales teams provide to prospects and customers at, at each point of that engagement. And we define that as the strategic approach to unite stakeholders in sales, marketing and operations around the common goal of providing your salespeople with the right resources, content, processes, technology, whatever they need to engage with prospects and customers through that buyer's journey. And I think that leads on to the fact that Seismic is about empowering thousands of teams across our customers to grow and win. And so it's our customer success in that sense that makes us the number one sales enablement leader globally. I think when we look at it in that context, we've got an equal passion as an organization for helping our employees grow in their careers. That leads on to the support that Seismic brings across the employee base to enable that growth. Just to dig in a little bit further then into how we we look at um, diversity and inclusion within the organization. Seismic's made a firm commitment to diversity, equity and inclusion and actively it looks to ensure that the business reflects the diverse backgrounds of our employees, our customers, our partners. As I said, it's all about people at the end of the day. And we have a diversity and inclusion team that work really hard to reflect all of these vast identities across Seismic. So there is a three-year goal um, plan and there, there are commitments and, and the, the commitment to transparently share representation metrics. And importantly, and I think that's something that we were talking about earlier, Nadia, before we started the podcast, was that we support nine communities belonging within Seismic. And they range from parents and guardians community, the Seismic Pride Alliance, Seismic Sisters, Seismic Veterans, just to give you a flavour of the different types of communities that, that, that we have. And these communities of belonging are very active. There are various events and activities that are ongoing throughout the year that are driven by these communities. And for example, in order to be a member of one of these communities, you don't have to identify as being a member, you can be an ally. And so they're very inclusive 
as well within themselves. And it makes for a really positive, really collaborative, comfortable working environment. I can really feel that as you're describing each of those communities of belonging and what you're doing with it. And I think interwoven in all your answers so far is the transparency, the ability to be able to say what you're really feeling, that psychological safety. And I know that as a business, you've really focused around communication and making sure that communication is done correctly and how that underlies the success of people in the business. So I want you just to share a bit more about how important that communication aspect is to you. Within Seismic, we have a global hybrid work culture. So we have offices across the globe, but within that also a lot of folks work from home on a number of days. We are genuinely hybrid and happy to be so in the way that we work. Communication is key, particularly from my perspective, when I'm leading a team, it's important to be able to, to communicate effectively within that team. So it's something that at Seismic that we actively practice. As I mentioned before, collaboration really is in was within our, our DNA and, it, and its core to our workplace strategy. So we have, a, for example, a biannual annual, um, employee survey and Within that survey, 85% of our employees believe Seismic's in a position to really succeed over the next several years. I think this kind of confidence reflects the growth and the success the company's experienced and, and the degree of collaboration that, that we've been successful in engendering within, within the business. We have, for example, authentic and transparent um, communication from the executive leadership. Uh, we have monthly all hands meetings. We have regular town halls. A lot of our leadership are within the, the US, but they're frequently over in the UK. So you have a lot of opportunity for face-to-face -face interactions. And that filters down, I think, through the whole organisation. So it's a very flat structure in the sense, I would think, that everybody has a voice. We have Slack within our organisation. And so lots of different channels for communication. It's something that we work really hard at as a business. We have executive coaching, we have leadership programmes. I think what's a really nice touch is that within all of our offices, we, we have weekly in-office lunches. And so within the UK, once a week, we have a lunch and we have a fantastic office experience um, manager who, who really looks after the, the, the office environment. Um, we, we have a great kitchen, lovely stock sort of snack bar. Um, she organises lunch on a weekly basis and we have regular kind of themed activities as well. We've been doing something for, for Black History um, Month recently. So I, th I think there are lots of things that, that we do as a business, which really creates that family type feeling without wanting to sound, sound cheesy about that. I think what really stands out is just how busy this is. Like you're so active, it's constant, it's continual. You're looking at all the different perspectives and, and always wanting to improve. And I think in our industry right now, there's often the question around that, like how far does inclusion go? And for me, it's about understanding everybody's perspectives. And I wanted just to hear your thoughts on how important you feel champion inclusion is in the workplace and how far we've come. Yeah, that, that's a really good question. I, I think we've come a long way. Certainly when I look back in my early career, and as I said, it was a very male-oriented environment at that, that time, 
there, there was no, and I'm talking from my perspective, obviously as a woman in a, in a, in a male environment, but it could equally, I think, apply to, to different groups. There was just no recognition that, that there was the need of need for any policy or any any activities to address that that diversity in the workplace. I think we've come a long way. I think that we now recognise that there's strength in diversity. I think seismic for me. I, I've worked in lots of different organisations. Seismic is phenomenal in the way that we address these these differences and the opportunity for collaboration and for growth as a business through that collaboration. It's a great strength that Seismic has. I think that's probably why our retention rates are so high, why our workforce is so engaged, why our customers love to work with us, because it comes through. It comes through in the attitude and the culture of the company. So I, th I think that it's something that Seismic does very well because it does it authentically. It, it, it means it. It's not that as an organisation we're just giving a nod to, to diversity and inclusion. It's something, as you said, that's been the fabric of what we do. I think we have come a long way. I think there is still a long way to go. I think it's on all of us, actually, to try and make a difference and to try and encourage diversity in, in our teams. It's, it's always very easy, I think, particularly if you have a team where, I don't know, 80% of the folks think the same way, if you like. I think that it's easy to just go with that, that thought, with that line of thinking. And I think it's on us as leaders to actually encourage different perspectives um, and encourage and give space for, for different ideas and different opinions. Because I think that's where the strength lies, because we all have blind spots. And if we're all um, thinking the same way, we all have the same blind spot and we could be missing something um, really important. Particularly now as we're entering the world of AI, I think it's really important to give airtime to those different perspectives. First of all, to feel confident to air a, a thought or an opinion that may be different to 80% of the room. But then as a leader to support that different opinion and to give that different opinion space to land and be considered. And it's not always easy to do, but I think it's something that it falls on us as leaders to consciously, consciously address that. Thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. I think that's such a powerful message that we all need to be better to allow for other people to share their opinion. But also, if we're reaching a consensus, actually, we want to be asking who's got a different opinion in the room? What, what are we missing here? So I really love everything that you said, said there. In these podcasts themselves, I always introduce them and say, we're here today to walk the talk for change. And within that, I'm always wanting our listeners to uh, end a, pod a podcast knowing what they can do more of to drive workplace inclusion within their workplaces. Um, I always love saying, let's listen, let's learn, let's walk the talk. So my final question to you is, what would you like to see more of for genuine workplace inclusion? That's really interesting. I think that, particularly coming from the perspective of, of where I am at Seismic, that we really are listening and we are focused on it. So we do an awful lot. We have mentoring programs, et cetera, which I think is really fabulous to see and it really helps. And mentoring also works Upwards as well as downwards within an organization. So I think that creates a healthy conversation flow. 
I think that what we could probably do more of is, as I say, I think it, it falls on us in our day-to-day -day work and as individuals to encourage that inclusion. I think that there's only so much an organisation can do. I think an organisation can create the environment, um, it can foster the right kinds of behaviours, and it can lead by example. But I think at the end of the day, it falls on us as individuals to encourage that inclusion and diversity and to be open to um, different perspectives and, and different ideas. For me personally, I'm always trying to build diversity into my teams. I see that as a great strength. I find it difficult often, I think particularly being within financial services, within software, those kinds of verticals, if you like, seem to be very male dominated and have been for many years. And that makes it difficult to find experienced folks that, that bring diversity into the mix, or even for new folks coming into these industries. I think fintech's doing a great job, actually. There's a lot of activity, particularly around women in fintech. I think that's a really important element. And I think that's something that we need to see more of. We need to see more promotion of different diverse groups within the industry so that people feel comfortable entering the workplace, entering these kinds of industries or verticals, and they don't feel that it's a closed club, if you like, that they, that they can't um, become part of. I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I've absolutely loved recording this podcast with you. I think there's just so much that everyone can take away and start to implement within their businesses. Um, Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today on Fintech's DEI Discussions podcast series. Thank you for having me, Nadia.